But the thing is, is that all of our growth lies just outside our comfort zone. You don't go to the gym, for example, and say to a personal trainer, hey, you know, I'd like to grow and get stronger. And then, and then you say, can you show me the most comfortable weights that you have? <laughs> it's like, that's not how it works. Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, you've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the I Am CEO Podcast. Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the I Am CEO Podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Eric Partaker of ericpartaker.com. Eric, it's great to have you on the show. Gresh, awesome to be here. And yeah, uh, in advance, thank you to everyone who's, um, who's listening. Yeah, absolutely. You're doing loads of great things. So there's definitely be a great listen. And before we jumped into the interview, I wanted to read a little bit more about Eric so you can hear about some of those awesome things. And Eric is a CEO mentor, author, and peak performance expert. He has been named CEO of the year at the 2019 Business Excellence Awards, one of the top 30 entrepreneurs in the UK, 35 and under, by Startups Magazine and among Britain's most disruptive entrepreneurs by The Telegraph. Eric has advised Fortune 50 CEOs while at McKinsey, helped build Skype's multi-billion dollar success story, and has founded several businesses. His work has been featured over on over seven major t TV stations in the Wall Street Journal and The e Economist. He also appeared as a guest judge on The Apprentice with Lord Alan Sugar. Eric is certified as a peak performance coach and has been completed a coaching certification and apprenticeship with Professor BJ Fogg, who leads Stanford University's Behavior Design Lab. He continues to research evidence-based studies in psychology, neuroscience, habit change, leadership, and peak performance. And in 2020, Eric released his new book, The Three Alarms, A Simple System to Help You Transform Your Health, Wealth, and Relationships forever. Eric, great to hear about all the awesome things you're doing. Are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's do it then. So to kind of kick everything off, I know I touched on your bio a little bit, but I wanted to rewind the clock here a little bit more on how you got started, what I call your CEO story. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, kind of the, 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 the drive for me started when I was a kid. Um, so um, I'm, I'm half, uh, half Norwegian, half American. I uh, left Norway when I was five. I grew up for the most part in Chicago. And, um, <clears throat> and you know, I remember my first kind of like entrepreneurial like journey, my first, you know, uh, movement towards leadership, if you will. So we, we, we had this um, charity drive in, in, in Chicago where we would basically sell these chocolate bars. Um, and you know, you said the more chocolate bars you sold, the more money you raised and the more prizes you got as a kid. And I remember when they pass out these prize books to all the classes with the chocolate bars and I flipped to the back of the book and I saw that, okay, if I sell 20 boxes of chocolate, which is like 600 bars, $900 worth, I'll get a new BMX bicycle. And I was like, wow, that's cool because I had a bike, but it wasn't cool like a BMX. And, you know, my parents didn't have money for something like that. So I was like, this is the only way I'm going to get that. So <clears throat> the problem is, how am I going to sell 600 bars of chocolate, $900? You know, I'm like 10 years old at the time. So um, I ended up taking my kind of existing bike and I rode to the Dominic's uh, grocery store, I remember at the time. And I stood outside the grocery store every single day, four hours a day after school, Monday through Friday, and eight hours a day, Saturday and Sunday for a month straight, 
And all I said was world world's finest chocolate, a buck 50. <laughs> and I think after the first week, I think people are like, man, this poor kid's still here. Uh, Cause nobody was buying anything. And, uh, and then by the, you know, the second week, you know, people are like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll buy some and buy more. And I got to the end of the month, I sold all those boxes, like the second, you know, it was like 20 total boxes. Second day school was five boxes. I was like, yes, I smashed that. <laughs> and, uh, and I got the bicycle. And nice. so that, yeah, that kind of gave me my first taste of like, if you want something, you know, you just got to show up, you got to lead yourself and you got to figure out a way of getting it. Yeah, that makes so much sense. I, I appreciate you for sharing that. I always remember those kind of drives that we had, you know, in school yeah. um, of, of like what we can sell and do. But I, I love kind of like we forget sometimes all of the the skills that are still applicable today, like the persistence, like you said, it wasn't like you went out there the first day and sold 600 bars. It took time and you just were consistent. You were persistent and it led you to kind of build, you know, all the foundational, you know, entrepreneurial things you're doing today. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like those like, you know, little seeds that we, you know, experience in our youth that often shape us into the people we are today. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to, to drill down and hear a little bit more on what you're doing, how you're working with your clients. Could you take us through that and a little bit more into your book as well, too? Yeah, sure. No problem. So, um, <clears throat> so, you know, I have a you know pretty unique background when I'm working with, um, with a CEO or an entrepreneur um, in that, when I, I, you know, I don't coach from like a, you know, a framework or, or, or a set of tools, like everything I coach and mentor on just comes from directly relevant, like in the trenches experience. So if I'm working with a CEO or an entrepreneur with regards to strategy, I'm, I'm pulling from the, uh, the McKinsey and company days. If I'm you know, helping them think through execution, I'm thinking through that rapid blitz scaling environment that we had at Skype before we sold to eBay for a couple of billion. And if I'm, you know, thinking through people management, then I'm thinking about the over 2000 people that I hired for the restaurant chain that I built. So I'm drawing on whatever experience is most relevant for that individual so that he or she can, you know, obviously do a better job and, um, you know, scale their company in a, in, in a better way. So that's kind of like the business scaling part. But the thing is, is that I don't do traditional kind of business coaching and mentoring um, because I don't believe in it. And what I mean is that <clears throat> the business is the hardware. And if we want the hardware to operate correctly, we need to make sure the software is coded and written correctly. The software is you as a person and your leadership ability. So there's actually three pillars that we need to scale in parallel. We can't just scale the company. We need to scale you as a person you know, so that you're a peak performer and we need to scale you as a leader so that you're properly, you know, leading, you know, motivating and inspiring your people, as well as, you know, scaling, um, you know, the business and the company. So all three of those things, you know, in parallel. And the three alarms, your last question, the three alarms. So, so that is, um, that's a book that I wrote uh, this past September. Um, it's already achieved uh, best sale, bestseller status on, on Amazon and in six categories. And um, it's, it's basically a book about that first pillar that I was just talking about, about scaling yourself as a person, you know, closing that gap between your current and best self. And it prompts you to do that multidimensionally. It prompts you to think, okay, if I were to become my best, it can't just be on the work front. It also needs to be on the health and on the relationship front. That's the three-legged stool, health, 
you know, wealth, relationships, get those three legs in place and you create that strong, you know, foundation for growth. So the three alarms, yeah, is a book about, you know, personal development really and, and helping you turn into a peak performer. Yeah, I appreciate you for for sharing that. And of course, you know, for doing that, you know, as well, because I think, and I say this so often, you know, on the show that we forget about the human aspect of business. Um, We, you know, there's obviously a place for the the hardware, as we kind of talked about the numbers, um, understanding all of those different aspects, analytics, things like that. But I think so often we skip over the software, we skip over making sure that we're okay, and we're stable as we were talking about legs the three rungs of a chair as a person and looking at that holistically not just saying okay well the business is going well but my personal relationships are terrible so you know understanding that each of those are not pillars but they kind of help us to stay aligned and help us to be full and complete so that we can be better leaders so that we can optimize the hardware that we have in place but without doing that then we really don't reach i guess the the full um I guess, level of what we could potentially be. Yeah, totally. And, and, you know, without our health, we're nothing, right? So it's like, it's game over. Mm-hmm. But then the other question to think of is like, if you had five minutes left, that was it. You were told, hey, you're done. You're, it's game over for you in five minutes. Life is over. What would you use those five minutes for? Mm. And, you know, if somebody, you know, somebody listening right now, think about that yourself. If you were given, you're told, Clock's up in five. You got five minutes. What do you want to use it for? How many of you would say, oh my God, five minutes. Please give me my laptop so I can clear out my inbox. (laughs) (laughs) You know, or, uh, oh shoot, five minutes. You know what? Where's my phone? I got to tell them that I'm not showing up for that meeting next week. You know, (laughs) that wouldn't be happening, right? If you had five minutes left, we all know that it would be more along the lines of, I want to, I want to call, you know, my wife or my husband, or, you know, I want to, you know, hug them or spend more time with my kids. Or, you know, I want, I want those last 300 seconds with my best friend, or, you know, I want to call my mom and my dad. And what does all that mean? That all means that at the root of us, what's most important, no matter who you are, no matter where you are in the world, no matter where you've come from, one of the things that unites us all is that our relationships are of paramount importance to us. So kind of the message that I try to deliver in the book, you know, that I wrote in in the coach and the mentoring is, you know, pay, pay tribute to that now. Don't wait for there to be only five minutes. So if that's the case, and if that would be the most important thing, then what are you doing today to kind of harvest, nurture, you know, and grow those relationships, right, that are important to you. Yeah, well, I definitely appreciate you for, for doing that and, and sharing that. Um, and, and I was going to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And this could be for yourself personally or the business or a combination of both. But is it that ability and the way that you approach coaching, do you feel like that's ultimately what sets you apart and makes you unique? Oh, definitely. It's a combination of, you know, the unique background that I went through, you know, having been in the trenches Um, you know, taking that three-pillared approach, you know, scale yourself, your leadership, and your company. Um, So um, I I wanted to switch gears a little bit, and I wanted to ask you for what I call CEO hacking. You might have already touched on this. This could be like an Apple book or a habit that you have, but something that makes you more effective and efficient. Well, I'll tell you one of my favorite books that I've read. It's called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni. 
And it talks about how the only way to measure a team's success is to look at the team's um, ability to create the results, you know, that it seeks, right? And um, that there's no other way to measure a team's success. It's like, is a team achieving the results that it set out for itself? And then it takes you through this five-step like framework of things that you need to tweak or improve upon such that the team is kind of working together cohesively, you know, functionally rather than dysfunctionally um, so that they're ultimately getting points on the board, you know, scoring touchdowns and, you know, winning the games. Um, yeah, that, that, that was been a, that's been a very powerful book for me and it's still one that I recommend to all the, the CEOs and entrepreneurs that I coach and mentor. Exactly. Awesome. 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 So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So this could be a word of wisdom or a piece of advice. It might be something you would tell a client, or if you hopped into a time machine, you might tell your younger business. self. yeah. So, um, I'll, I'll, uh, use a quote, one of my favorites. So it's from the late American essayist, John Burroughs. And the quote is leap and the net will appear. And there's so many times when, you know, you might feel challenged or frustrated or scared or unsure about doing something that you haven't done before. But the thing is, is that all of our growth lies just outside our comfort zone. You don't go to the gym, for example, and say to a personal trainer, hey, you know, I'd like to grow and get stronger. And then and then you say, can you show me the most comfortable weights that you have? <laughs> right? It's like, that's not how it works. It's like you need to stress a muscle. That's what causes it to grow. Right. And in the same way that you need to stress your leadership ability, you need to stress yourself, um, step into the discomfort, step into the things that you haven't done before, step outside of your comfort zone, leap, and that net will appear. Um, and that's where your growth and development lies. Awesome. 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 Well, Eric, now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Eric, what does being a CEO mean to you? You know, because a lot of the CEOs out there, a lot of them, you know, have important relationships in their lives. So um, if you want to be a great CEO, if you want to be a great leader, acknowledge that actually leadership starts at home. So start by being a great spouse or parent and start there, lead well there. And I don't mean lead well by directing traffic and telling everyone what to do. That doesn't, you know, being a leader means stepping into your role, whatever it is, and role modeling, behaviorally showing what it means to own your position strongly, confidently, and reliably. And your home is a great place to practice that. And so I think if you can nail that on the home front, it will help you excel on the work front. Awesome. 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 Well, Eric, truly appreciate that definition. I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get a hold of you, get a copy of the book, find out about all the awesome things you're working on. Yeah. Well, you know, as a thank you for listening this long, um, if you head over to my website at Eric, um, E-R-I-C, Eric Partaker, P-A-R-T-A-K-E-R, ericpartaker.com. Um, you'll see on the top hand navigation, you'll see the name of the book, The Three Alarms. If you just click on that and you'll be able to, on that page, download a free digital copy of the book. Um, or you can go on Amazon and you can buy it if you want, but there's a free digital copy of the book there. Um, that will also connect us on email if you do that. And that's where the conversation can continue. Um, or you could just read the book and enjoy that. 
Absolutely. Well, Eric, truly appreciate that. We will have the links and information in the show notes as well, too, to make it even easier. But yes, I think it's so important to be able to kind of sharpen the saw, so to speak. So I appreciate you for sharing so much insight and information today in your book and giving us opportunities and ways to connect. So appreciate you again, my friend, and I hope you have a great rest of the day. Thank you for listening to the I Am CEO podcast powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com. This has been the IMCEO podcast with Gresham Harkless Jr. Thank you for listening.